Check. What's going on, y'all? Jesus with Around the Bible Proverb. This video, we're talking about insults, how to avoid them, insults to God, insults to Jesus, anything, stuff involving insults, whether somebody's insulting you, you're insulting somebody, how to respond. Stay tuned. Hey, welcome back, y'all, to this channel. If you haven't subscribed, hit this like button, subscribe, and share if this video is helpful for you so that it can get seen by many other people that may need this. All right, so we're talking about insults. Insults are inevitable. They are going to happen from non-believers, from believers, people that claim to be believers. Um, we are ourselves are susceptible to insulting others for whatever reason. The main scripture that I am bringing this from is Proverbs chapter 12, verse 16. It says, A fool's wrath is quickly and openly known but a prudent man ignores an insult right there there's two contrasts the foolish man insults and the prudent man ignores an insult i want i want to first say look we don't we're not supposed to insult people we're not supposed to cause strife or any kind of negativity talk bad about anybody we're not supposed to talk bad about ourselves our family we're not supposed to just you know pick on somebody because they don't look like us or because they may be a little slower than us we're not we're not called to do that and sadly it happens in the church because I've seen it if certain high members in the church are dressed a certain way act a certain way and they see somebody come in the church that's not like them they think lesser of them they start talking bad about them it's just it's strife it's ugly it's bad for the body of christ so here's a quick synopsis that i found in the logos bible software for insults it says insults are expressions of an individual's hostility or contempt for god and his servants or fellow human beings believers are to follow Jesus Christ's example and not returning insults Jesus ignored insults if you go to the Gospels you see how Jesus was treated not only while during before his you know a day before his crucifixion or just before his crucifixion when they spat in his face when they put thorns on his head they whipped him and flogged him blameless the guy was blameless he didn't do nothing and he had all these physical insults and we i'm talking about verbal insults you know what i mean people people in my family that say you're this you're that you know jesus endured physical insult so let's look at an example of jesus being insulted first peter chapter 2 verse 23 says when he was reviled and insulted he did not revile or offer insult in return when he was abused and suffered, he made no threats of vengeance, but he trusted himself and everything to him who just judges fairly. The next thing I want to talk about is dealing with insults. We're going to have insult. We are. Because we're in the world and not of the world. We're, trying, we're, we're striving to be live in the world, but be not be of the world. So it's, it's inevitable. Uh, it's painful. We receive insults. I had somebody tell me the other day, oh, you have, you have a, you're, you're demon-possessed. You have a demon. 
you know, what you're doing is Satan is doing it in you. Like, Satan, what are you talking about? You know, and of course, I want to be like, what? What you, You know, you're wrong. You're 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 wrong. What you're saying is wrong. But no, with this type of person, this type of person is very narcissistic. Uh, if you don't know what a narcissist is, there's plenty of YouTube videos on that. But this person is like that. And they want, and what they want is for me to say, no, I'm not. You're wrong. Ah, you know, they want me to fight them. And that's, it's, it, that's wrong. You know, according to the, to the word of God, it's, you're, we're supposed to, one, avoid them. If you see, look at Proverbs chapter 9, verse 7, he who rebukes a scorner heaps upon himself abuse. And he who reproves a, reproves a wicked man gets for himself bruises. So, if you're trying to, if we're trying, if I'm trying to rebuke that person that said that I'm that I'm evil, that I have a demon, that I'm Satan or whatever, if I try to say no, you're wrong. If I try to rebuke them and tell them and try to you know reprove them and tell them, look, this is the way. I'm gonna get abuse for myself and I'm gonna acquire bruises for my own self. So that's what happens. Another another verse, Proverbs chapter 22, verse 10, it says, Drive out the scoffer and contention will go out. Yes, strife and abuse will cease. So when we ignore it, and we don't have to just not like not say anything sometimes. Sometimes it'll call for us to be like, uh, like me responding to this person saying, I can accept how you feel about me. You know, stop calling me, leave me alone, stop emailing me. You know, basically, you're, when you do that, you're saying, okay, you go, you have your way, I have my way. I don't have to follow you, I don't have to make you feel better, I'm not responsible for your feelings. You know, that's you, I'm going this way. I'm doing what God tells me to do, I'm ignoring you, I'm driving you out so that I can continue to, to not inflict abuse upon myself by trying to correct you. Very important. Christians are insulted. First uh, Peter chapter four verse fourteen. If you are censured and suffer abuse because you bear the name of Christ, blessed are you. Be happy. Blessed are you. Happy. Fortunate to be envied with life, joy, and satisfaction in God's favor and salvation, regardless of your outward condition. It's the Amplified Bible. Let me read it without that amplification in there. It says, If you are censured and suffer abuse in the name of Christ, blessed. Because the spirit of glory, the spirit of God is resting upon you. On their part, he is blasphemed, but on your part, he is glorified. When the person is insulting you because of Christ, he's being blasphemed by them. When you receive it and are able to ignore it, you know what I'm saying? When you, when you, when you drive him out, you're glorifying God. The foolish person is blaspheming God. The righteous person, the, the, the person that's striving to, to ignore the insult is is doing it for God's glory. So when you're in being insulted, right? It's obviously selfish on the other person's part because they don't like you or what is it what did it say before? Because somebody is hostile towards you. They have a contempt for God, so they're insulting you. So it's all about them. It's all about them. Oh you're making me feel bad, so I'm gonna insult you. So that you can try to make me feel better. You see what I'm saying? That's selfish. The opposite of that is unselfish. And when you're, and in this case, Christians do it. We don't ins we don't ignore people. I'm sorry, insult people, but we ignore the insulter. We do it not for us, but to glorify God. For God's glory. For His glory, not us. For Him. 
You know what I'm saying? So it's important to know, for one, that Christians are going to be insulted by people that have contempt for God. Um, it's it's just going to happen, and whenever and it's blaspheming on their part because we as believers believe in God. You know, it's like we're, God is our refuge. He's our refuge and strength. Psalm ninety one. Uh, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty for His glory. He's glorified. You know, we're under His wing. We're under His shadow. Insults to God. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 29. It says, How much worse punishment do you suppose He will be judged to deserve who has spurned and trampled underfoot the Son of God, and who has considered the covenant blood by which he has consecrated common and unhallowed, thus profaning it and insulting and outraging the Holy Spirit, who imparts grace. How much worse is the punishment going to be for those who insult God? Wow. All right, so coming to the end here, let me, let me talk about um, a few more things in dealing with insults. So, Proverbs chapter 22, verse 10, drive out the scoffer and contention will go out. Yes, strife and abuse will cease. I, I, I like this one because you can apply this in the workplace. If you're a boss, if you drive out scoffers, you won't have strife in it and contention. Uh, not repaying insults. So Proverbs chapter 12, verse 16, a fool's wrath is quickly and openly known, but a prudent man ignores an insult. That's the main scripture that I'm pulling this from. Um, so don't repay insults. First uh, Peter chapter three verse nine it says, "Never return evil for evil or insult for insult, scolding, tongue lashing, berating. Those are types of insults. It all and it continues to say, but on the contrary, blessing, praying for their welfare, their happiness and protection, and truly pitying and loving them." For known, for know that this, that to this you have been called, that you may yourselves inherit a blessing from God, that you may obtain a blessing as heirs, bringing welfare and happiness and protection. Wow. So not repaying insults, but praying for that person. Look at this. On the contrary to insulting, pray for that person's welfare, pray for their happiness and protection, and truly pitying and loving them. How difficult is that? How difficult is it to pray for the person that is insulting you and hating you? That's something I need to work on personally. The other day, somebody was like, I was at the gas station up north, a place that I didn't even know. You know, there's only so many pumps gas pumps there i parked somebody i parked there somebody comes in front of me like i had the parking spot first i did not see them i came from the other direction so i just parked there so i get out and the and you know i had to I had to go inside pay come outside get some stuff from the trunk do all this other stuff right and the person get the person that was wanting to park there they got mad you know i see him drive around i see him mad and upset i'm like oh man this person is gonna say something Sure enough, the behind my back as I'm cleaning the windshield, the person comes behind me. He's like, hey, you need to do this next time. You need to do this, this, and this next time. And I'm over here like, I want to be like, excuse me? Like, are you talking to me? Like, what? You know. Anyway, so 
I just, I knew that they were talking to me, but it sounded like they weren't talking to me because they were yelling from afar. And I was just like, I, I, and inside I was like boiling up, like, oh, you know. But at the same time, I, was, I remembered the word, like, ignore it. Just leave it alone. Ignore it. Get in the car. Leave. Get away from the situation. And I'm reading this. We're talking about be contrary to that, to pray for that person, to pray for their welfare, for their happiness and protection. Because if you think about it, they're selfish. You know what I'm saying? They're just thinking about themselves. If you pray for them to know God so that they can become unselfish for His glory, that's more freeing than to try to rebuke them or try to fight with them. You see what I'm saying? You're only We're only abusing ourselves when we try to fight them. That's one thing there. Rejoicing and reproach for Jesus' sake. You mean I have to rejoice when somebody insults me? More difficulty. Matthew chapter 5, verse 11 through 12. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and say all kinds of evil things against you falsely on my account. This is Jesus talking here. So if somebody is talking bad about you, they're reviling you, they persecute you and say all kinds of evil things against you falsely on my account. So you're blessed when they when they say all that stuff about you because of Jesus, on Jesus' account. As we read earlier, that it's for God's glory, not for our glory. So I hope this helped, guys. I know this video's I was trying to keep it to 10 minutes, but... Uh, I'm working on it. Um, so anyway, thanks a lot, you guys, for watching. Appreciate y'all. Have a good one. Bye.